Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. My name's Brian. And I'm Paul. And we'll get going in three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. I wish you could see what I see now. <laughs> <laughs> I was yelling at Paul to stop breathing. Stop breathing in the microphone. So he's over there holding his breath, turning red, but I think he's okay now, so... I am okay. All right. Well, we have uh, an interesting topic for you today, as we hopefully usually do. Um, Paul, you want to take it? Yeah. Thank you, Brian. So when we first got together with the idea about doing a podcast, we made a list of all the different things we'd want to talk about eventually at some point during the podcast. And one of the ones that we talked about was grief. And I had been through, well, we if you have any age behind you, and sometimes even as a child, a lot of us go through this and it's something that is well it is what it is right so um anyway truthfully we didn't want to address it right off the bat because we kind of want to you know we had concern that we wanted to make sure that uh we didn't bring people down without a balance of cheerfulness and you know to more intense type conversation so we've kind of waited until we felt like the time was right but the truth is that you know life doesn't ask us for when things should happen. Life just shows up when it shows up and death is a natural part of that cycle and nothing lives forever except spirit. So, so this week we've had a few people pass away and Paul wants to talk about one of them for sure. And then, um, the other one is just Leslie Jordan. I don't, I hope everyone knows who that is. Um, Just Leslie Jordan for such a little guy. He was such a huge personality. Right. So, you know, I was reading through the social media tributes and it's amazing the people he's touched. And um, it's I just admired his ability to be, you know, seemingly unapologetic in himself. You know, he was very authentic and funny. And in my opinion, he inspired and gave us permission to be ourselves. So I admire him for that. And he's an older guy, too. So I, I looked up to him for for that. And, you know, just his brashness and his sense of humor, I've always enjoyed over the years, and it was sad to see him go. Definitely. You will be missed. So, just a little history about Brian and I, um, and Brian, I, don't, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but Brian, as he shared earlier in one of the podcasts, had lost his father while he was still in high school. And since we've been together, both of us have lost our mothers, and uh, within about a year of each other, right. and... They both had long-term illnesses that took them away from us as, you know, as the person that they were before it took them physically, which was really difficult and very challenging and emotionally, um, some of it was kind of horrible to, to walk through, but, you know, we were there for each other and I'm really grateful for that. We've also lost some really substantial pets in our lives that were more like children to us. And I know that sounds funny, but as a gay person, I think a lot of gay people would relate to that. And when we got together, we had a silky terrier. His name was Jimbo and I'd had him for 14 years. And when Jimbo passed, it led me personally on this spirit quest that ended up with me getting clean and sober. Right. So that was an important thing that good came from that. And they say that, you know, with, every ending there's a new beginning and I like to believe that you know that's true and even in tarot 
the death card is the change card. It's not about things ending. It's about a new beginning because things give way to new things. And that's the way that it occurs in the life cycle. Right. I should probably address some things about my dad passing away as well. He, uh, he passed away when I was in high school and we had an interesting relationship. Uh, I've talked about it on the podcast before where, uh, he, you know, we never discussed gay. That was never, uh, a common topic or knowledge in our family. Um, but you know, I, I, I always felt like I wasn't living up to his, his, um, expectations for me as a boy you know he wanted me to be something I wasn't uh you know I wasn't able to do he wanted me to be you know more butch more uh outgoing more um you know into hunting and fishing that sort of thing and I did those things mostly to appease him but he knew that it wasn't really what I wanted you know so um and he did somewhat support me in the arts and things that I did. He used to drive me to music lessons all the time. And, you know, but it was, it was a challenging relationship for me with my dad because, you know, he, he may have supported me in a way, but I don't remember him ever coming to any of my shows or concerts or anything of that nature. And, you know, so I, I didn't feel that was something that he supported or really wanted me to be a part of. So, uh, I kind of, distance myself from him. And then, you know, my, my sisters had kids that were just a couple years younger than me. So he kind of adopted his grandchildren to be, you know, the, the kids that he wanted. He used to take them hunting and fishing and left me to do my own thing, which was as a child, what I wanted to do, you know? So, you know, that's probably a whole separate conversation, but that was my, my first big death in my family you know first loss mine was my brother when I was about 14 and it changed everything actually I was a little younger than that it was 1976 bicentennial year and um, my brother was in a boating accident and got pulled into the into the engine um, and fell out of the boat and was pulled in and they recovered his body the next day and my mother was hospitalized for six months uh, in a then it was a mental hospital and it was very traumatic because I lost my brother and everything changed. Like I lost my mother and she was never the same, you know, it took years before she came back to any type of normalcy for me. And it was like, it, it just disrupted everything. So like everything was compared to that. And I was afraid to make any steady anything because I felt like anything could be torn away from me at any time. Yeah, talk about a life-changing event. I can see that in your family big time. Um, I, I, it, it changed everything for you, I'm sure. I've done a lot of shadow work on that. And at some point, we'll go back into these topics and, and talk about how we work through some of the aspects of those things. But I wanted to share a little bit more about... So just before COVID, I lost a, my best friend to, to cancer, the big C, and... Um, I did my best to care for him before he passed, and I basically was his caregiver for the 10 months prior to him passing, and not a day goes by that I regret the choices that I made, except that, you know, it took a big toll on my relationship with Brian because everything just went on hold, but Brian was right there for me, you know, through the whole process, and, and I will always be forever grateful for him being so rock solid in that, but... 
More recently, like yesterday, um, I had a friend that was named Ron that passed. And some of the people listening to this may have met DJ Ronnie Boy from Orlando. Um, some jokingly called him Big Gay Ron because he was very proud and out and he was way bigger than life. And he was very soft-spoken, but when he would talk about a topic, everyone was just gripping on the next word that he would say. I mean, he would just hold the whole room hostage. And I just wanted to talk about him for just a minute because him being him and walking his life made a huge impact on me and a lot of other people in our community here in Orlando. And I just wanted to state about that. Excuse me. Um, first off, and I've talked about this before, I've been in recovery for a little over 17 years at this point, right? And I've seen a lot of people come and go in those rooms, and I've seen a lot of people die that thought they could just do one more time. They could, you know, just one more, just, just at one more. And, you know, shout out to, to Liza and to John and to Suzanne and to Josh and just a whole lot more, but just to name a few, but sometimes you know, people do go, you know, people transition, they, they pass. And, you know, when people pass and they've been clean for the rest of their life, it is a very hopeful message to the rest of us. And I just, I needed to share that, that, um, there was little paved in the way for recovery for someone coming into the rooms that was gay and had stepped away from meth addiction like I did at that time, right? And I mean, I could go to AA meetings or to NA meetings or, you know, sit there and, and <laughs> try and blend in as best I could and just be, but I just wanted to be invisible in a lot of those meetings. And I felt like I couldn't speak about the things that were impacting my life as a gay male because it was not socially acceptable. And I went to this one meeting and it was um, it was a gay meeting that they had in Orlando. And, uh, you know, NA didn't officially have specialized or specialty meetings, um, but it was a gay-based meeting. And anyone was welcome there, but, you know, there was a lot of us. And um, it was one of the larger groups that I attended. And Ron was there and he had about 15-ish years at the time, and he had started the meeting early in his recovery, and it is still alive and kicking in Orlando at this time, and I just, you know, of all the things that he shared, I'd have to say that the strongest was his message of hope, because he shared the, you know, the, the message that no addict ever need die that's seeking, you know, that, that can follow a few simple steps, and he lived that path, and he wasn't shy about sharing his experience, his strength, and his hope with other people. And that's kind of what me and Brian wanted to do here is share that what we've walked through and, and what we found to be our truth here with other people. And, you know, to Ron, I know you're there. I know you can hear me, bro. And I just want to say that I'm one of hundreds or perhaps thousands of people who have sat through that room and had the experience of being in, you know, a place for us where we can you know, where we can change. And, and you were a huge catalyst for change and for hope for our community. And I just wanted to say thank you. So Ron was one of those people that lived their life clean till the end. Yeah. And, and the thing that makes Ron extra special is that 
he was a huge inspiration to a lot of people, right, Paul? Yeah, and I remember when I first got clean, I went to a Thanksgiving with him. He invited me, and that was really because I felt like I didn't belong or fit anywhere, and you had to work <laughs> on Thanksgiving, and uh, it was very special to me. And um, I just I'll never forget that man for all the things he did. So, well, on that note, I I just want to say you know our lives can be special and Ron definitely was special. So, you know, I, I look up to people like that and I hope folks out there listening also look up to people like that and use that inspiration to make the world a better place. That's why we're here, right, Paul? Yes. And speaking of world, he actually DJed the NA world event when it was in Orlando, which was really cool too. So I just wanted to say that in, you know, if you are seeking recovery, you can go to any 12-step meeting and you don't have to be shy about who you are. It's not about your sexual orientation, which they have added into their literature now, um, that you're totally welcome there regardless of that. So um, if you're seeking recovery, please don't let that hold you back. And if you don't feel that a meeting is appropriate for you, then there's plenty of other ones out there. And just know that, you know, if you're really looking for it, it can happen for you, man. And bless you on your journey. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Gay Peace Journeys podcast. Now it's your turn to spread the peace. Please take a moment to share our link with anyone that might benefit from listening. Don't forget to like and follow us for more gay peace. We hope you'll continue your gay peace journey with plenty of free self-care content on gaypeace.com.